After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hello, everybody. Welcome to After These Messages. We're here to bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right. We'll be talking about TV commercials today, the good ones and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. Get your wet teddy bears 100% wet, guaranteed, or the next one's on me. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hello, Genevieve Has. Hi, Andrew. Can extend that by one half second every show <laughs> until the entire show is me just saying hello. That sounds good. Yeah, the ratings will bear that out, I believe. Yeah, it's you know, I feel like we do have some new listeners, and I think what they really need is to be uh, tested. Yes, exactly. Are you good enough for us? Yeah, is the question to do be. Do you have the today. fortitude to sit through this garbage every week? <laughs> All right, coming up on today's show. You gotta hand it to us. <laughs> we put together a show about hand models. It was easier than I thought it would be. We got a note from a listener. We'll read it to you in a second in case you didn't hear um, last week's show. But we got a note from a listener who pointed out a trend that we're not just seeing like a lot of hand models getting work in commercials, but a lot of commercials actually being around, like the plot being about hand models in some way. Yes. The narrative arc. It's like it's, it's there's this like weird micro trend, but oh. it's not else. It's also not a brand new idea in commercials. Okay, yeah, you did some digging on this, so we'll we'll play all of the commercials about hand models that we are able to find. Now, I found when you go digging on this, you find a lot of like old commercials where it features some famous hand model. Did you get that too? No, I didn't know there was any. There were certain ones that were like qualifies oh. as a famous hand model. Oh yeah, other oh. than J.B. Pruitt. Oh, more on that. Wait, who's J.B. Pruitt? Um, we'll get to it. Okay. Uh, plus, we will check in with the Ad Council. What's going on with the Ad Council today? A um, couple of fun things in the Ad Council. Um, some uh, a great a great uh, dance commercial that we didn't cover in our dancing show. Um, And also um, an Airbnb ad that really does, I think strike a weird, weird note. So we'll get to that. I can't wait. All right. Sounds good. This is the beauty of not working on the show. I get to be surprised along with everybody else. (laughs) All right. First though, let's get handsy. I had this as, I believe, a, maybe a beat. No. I know I had this song on 45 when I was a kid. It was one of my mom's old records. Oh, really? And it was one of my favorites. But I, I don't know if it was this version or not. I feel like it wasn't. This is it's Johnny been, Otis. This it's is been the covered a lot. Yeah. And it's, I think, um, it has the sound, and I don't know if I'm right about this, but it feels like one of those songs that, like, started out as like a folk tradition kind of like some that, sort of yeah. americana and then you know made its way onto a, a recording at some point you know yeah yeah i think this might have been my 
first like favorite song. Really? Because I mean, I was a very little kid, and some of my first exposure to music was going through my mom's old forty fives and putting them on a turntable. And I feel like, and I don't have the lyrics memorized anymore, but. I feel like Hand Jive was the first song that I knew from beginning to end that I knew every lyric to. Do you know how to, to do you know how to hand jive? I do not. I think there was a time <laughs> when I did though. I think my mom taught me cuz she knew I was obsessed with the song. Do you? No. I mean, I love seeing I love seeing people do it, but I've never known how to how to do it. Well, I mentioned I just look like I'm butchering American sign language. Right. <laughs> right. Not a great look. Not a good look. Um, got a note from Rachel that we read at the end of last week's show that said, "Does it seem to you as if there are a lot of commercials featuring hand models right now we've seen them on ads recently for progressive TurboTax and Amerisave. So Rachel got us going with those. The progressive one I had definitely seen before. The other two I don't think I had seen before. I've seen all of these in the wild and they are all running um, concurrently. Now before we get into this I happened to stumble on a piece of tape in my library that I used for TBTL recently. Um, I think I only used this tape once on the show and it was tape from a hand model being interviewed by Katie Couric back in, I think, 2008. And um, have you ever heard this before? No. Did you watch it? Now, a big part of the the weird factor here is how this woman talks. She's always gesticulating with her hands. This is just to get us in the in the space, right? right. In the hand model space. Um, and in the hand space. In the hand space, exactly. Well, here, I'll, I'll let Katie set this up for you, and then we'll describe what we're seeing as we go hey, along. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Eye to Eye. She is one of the most successful models in the business, but you have never seen her face. Susan Coben strikes a pose with America's next top hand model for CBS News Sunday morning. Why do advertisers like your hands? I like to say that my hands look good naked. They are really just the perfect neutral toned hands. So the skin is flawless. Now, um, she's a woman who, you know, she's kind of a, a thin white woman. Um, and she's she's got one of those smiles that is plastered to her face. Like she never stops smiling to a degree where after like several minutes it gets somewhat unsettling yeah and she's looking at her hand and she's twisting so in at the, love with yes, her and hands she's petting her hand she's holding up i've her got an right interview hand. with a black with a black man who was a hand model oh really later so i think we can compare Ooh, interview styles i'm excited take, take a listen to some more of this although again her this is a white woman who's yeah. uh uh there's just something I know she's white that's the color of her skin but there's something so weird and unpleasant about a white person just like salivating over their own skin tone. I don't, oh the skin tone thing see and I was just we, I was just mentioning her race just to kind of set the scene for people because I don't know how to describe her um, but um, it's funny you think that there's actually like the fact that she's sort of like massaging and, and kind of petting her hand while she's talking about it's her just, hand it's just it's unsettling though okay take a take a listen and it's a very even tone so it lights well and it photographs well the nails are very very healthy and they they just emanate like radiate health and 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 good care so i mean you're very she's in love with her hands i'm incredibly protective i view my hands as elite athletes like um olympic athletes 
And so everything I do is to protect them from being in any jeopardy or any Genevieve's eye roll was one of the hardest eye rolls I've seen in a long time. And we've been together for 20 years. There's uh, B-roll footage. footage of her getting into an elevator. She's got gl- black gloves on to the elbow. And she's walking around like she's about to go into surgery. Yes. Um, and she can't touch anything. She refuses to touch anything. Everybody's got to open doors for her and push the elevator buttons. Now, this thing is three minutes long. I'm going to skip to the last minute. Uh, at the end of the interview, I can't remember the interviewer's name. Katie Kirk just said it. Um, uh, we only see like kind of the a behind the shoulder shot of the interviewer, but she starts like kind of trying to pose her hands and have this hand model kind of kind of guide her through it. And the hand model is not the most gracious teacher in the world. <laughs> In one day. Okay, so teach me how to strike a pose with my hands. You want to do my favorite beauty pose? Yes, what's your favorite pose? Okay, I like this. We seductively do this, and then we do this. Just holding it up in okay. the air. Okay, it's sort of like snake-like. And you can do... Yeah. Oh, wait a No, bad? No, not bad. So, yeah, you want to go that way. Profile. Oh, Profile looks good, right. Okay. And you want to arch back <laughs> a little and reach the fingers up. This is like the hand model beauty pose. Okay. Yeah? The one we all... Yeah, and then you can kind of... Yeah, it's sort of like turn. you can be putting, yeah, turn, turn. What would I be modeling? You could be modeling rings or nail polish or a beauty shot, like for um, caressing your hands with your hand cream, something like that. Something tells me I, I don't have a good pose. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're not worried about the competition. Well, you're giving it a good try. A for effort. Oh, she's intolerable. Just be sure that as you listen to that, you were pe- you were picturing the hand model, just compl- never. She never stops petting her hand like, you know, she's Doctor Claw with the cat. But but yes yes but like very delicate and like oh my just God. like oh just she's so in love with her hands and then to not just say no you're doing great to the woman who's just trying to be game for the stupid CBS Sunday morning piece yeah. right instead she has to just say she has to just leave this awkward I feel like I'm not doing it well well we know that uh, we know who drew the short straw in the interview that week yeah katie was like you know what yeah i'll pass on this one <laughs> um okay so anyway i just wanted to kind of get us into the mood for that now should we go to your hand model right away or is no, there a let's place get, for let's that let's do okay. that later i do want to play i mentioned jb pruitt as the only famous hand model um and that is the character that david duchovny plays in zoolander okay so derek zoolander and the report and the hot reporter are in a cemetery where they're having like sort of a deep throat style meeting with someone uh, anonymous who's reached out to them uh they we come to find it's david duchovny in heavy ugly drag mm-hmm. he's like got a fake pot belly and he looks all terrible um, but on his hand is like a protective glass chamber to protect his hand wait a minute no i know that hand it was in the fall 1973 bull of a watch catalog J.B. Pruitt, the world's greatest hand model. Once upon a time, things change. Thanks to this homemade hyperbaric chamber, my sweet baby never did. (laughs) Let's keep moving. And that's when I found out I was in line to assassinate Jimmy Carter. So how'd you manage to escape? Because I'm a hand model, Mama. A finger jockey. We don't think the same way as the face and body boys do. We're a different breed. 
<laughs> so why male models? <laughs> Is that where it ends? Yeah. That's pretty good. I did not remember that. I always think of it. I think it's especially funny joke that David Duchovny, um, who is a very handsome right. man, yes. was cast to specifically to be... Only, only his hand is handsome. Right, right. Um, okay, we should probably play a commercial. Should we play a or commercial? Two, yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, that's kind of what we're supposed to do here. So the first one, now this is one that I had seen before, although I kind of forgot about its handiness. Uh, this progressive commercial, which is kind of like a, it's like a game show contestant. Yeah, it's like America's Next Top Model or right. any, any kind of show where people compete with a skill or, or talent. Um, you've got uh, Flo as one of the judges, um, some anonymous hot lady, and a red-haired, bearded guy who was supposedly the world's greatest hand model as the judges. The contestants are three people, um, including an actor who we see a lot, and I, it continually surprises me when I see him in commercials because he's sort of almost a name. Um, he was in Community as Todd, uh, we've talked about him in some other ads where he's popped up. His actor, his real name is David Nayer. I think you had to explain to me on a show. Was it on a show yeah. somewhat recently where you had to explain to me who he was? Yeah, he was in an, an ad for some kind of car service or mm. you know, like a, a car selling service. I can't remember exactly which one. But yeah, he, he always stands out to me because he's really got a great comedic vibe. Mm-hmm. And I always think like he's a little underutilized. Like he needs his own project. And he's never the winner, right? Like in he's got a He's got a loser-y vibe. Yeah, yeah. In this one. And so this is a competition. And this commercial always stood out to me when I saw it in the wild because it might not be super age appropriate, but um, the, um, the young woman who's a contestant in this is just a just adorably 90s my kind of girl you know like she's got like a kind of a blossom hat on with (laughs) wire rim glasses let's take a listen to this this week on the upper hands special guest flow challenges the hand models to show off the ease of comparing rates with progressives home quote explorer international hand model john john gets personal your wayward pinky is grotesque then a high stakes patty cake battle royale ends in triumph you have the upper hand. It's a race to the lowest rate and so much more. <laughs> Only on the upper hands. At the very end, I didn't realize that at the very end, they all hold up their uh, pieces of paper that show the little turkeys they made out of tracing their hands. Yeah, I love That's it. That's a great little joke. Um, yeah, no, there's lots of little fun jokes in that. And, um, and I do, again, think like David Nayer... Uh, I guess he's, I mean, I guess work is work, but he needs something, he needs a more high profile project. All right, let's take a look at this next one that was on Rachel's list. Now, this one was for TurboTax, right? Yeah, we've talked about TurboTax, their big thing this year, uh, their big campaign, and we've talked about it, they had a Super Bowl ad, is, you know, the desks that drive around, that that cross the country and and give you help, uh, remote help, obviously. Um, That's their big selling point. This has a sort of a montage of people who need help for various things, various tax-specific questions. But one of them, one of the characters or vignettes, is a guy who is a hand model, and he's in the middle of getting a manicure when the um, uh, when the desk drives up with the with the tax help. Okay, so sounds good. So you're going to hear a lot of stuff before we get to the um, hand model. Yeah, you part. got a, I think it opens with a potato farmer. Okay, a few and other people. He's out in his field, and the desk is going to roll up. Let's take a listen. My wheat farm in Utah pays for my potato farm in Idaho, which complicates my taxes. I'll file those taxes for you. Hand them off. Now that's a, an advisor on a laptop. 
on a desk rolling up in the middle of the field. Thank you. I'd rather do this than taxes. I'm here. Hand him off. This is a guy fishing. Just landed my dream job. I'm a full-time hand model. Then all this is deductible. You want to hand those taxes off? That would be nice. Now, our hand model is in a salon. There's other people getting manis and petties. He's getting a manicure. But it's, again, it's, the joke seems to often be, not always, but often, that the person with the beautiful hands has a face and a physique that doesn't necessarily go with it. In this case, I mean, he's not a terribly ugly man, but he just looks like a guy who's, you know, maybe been a hard rocker most of his yeah, life. Yeah, he looks, seems a little rough around the edges, a little ill-kempt, but here he is with his extremely well manicured and perfect looking hands uh, talking about his dream job. And what is the phrase? I can never remember the whole thing. Something like road something and put away wet. Oh, road hard and put away yeah, wet. Yeah, he's a little, he, he's, he's, you know, he's a little bit like that with his <laughs> hair. I mean, and he's not that messed his, up. Well, I, don't, I guess I don't know what to degree that. He know. looks like a guy who, yeah, who likes, who kept trying to make a, make a career and like being in a bar band work a little bit longer than it should have. Mm-hmm. But the have. hand model thing worked out for him. Yeah. You want to hand those taxes off? That would be nice. File with the help of an expert or let an expert file for you. Intuit TurboTax Live. All right. So hand models. They're everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thesis. And then the one other that Rachel sent us or suggested was this Amerisave commercial. Now, I know I had not seen this until I clicked on it last week. This is one of those ones. I feel like this is almost a trend unto itself. The kind of ad where it's like a a knock-on effect or for want of a nail, you might call it. Like something little happens because the person in the ad fails to use the product that's being sold. And it creates this cascading domino effect of terrible outcomes for them. Yeah, wasn't there a cable or yeah, a satellite? Yeah, it was like it was like DirecTV. I think yeah. had, a, had a campaign that was like I didn't that. get I didn't get satellite TV. So then this happened, then right. this happened, and the next thing you know, I lost my bunny. So that's the that's the basic premise here. He does something that causes him. He doesn't use a Marisave, and it causes. Everything about his life to fall apart, starting with he loses his thumb, which scotches his hand modeling career. And I will add, too, this is another one where the the character in question is not someone. He's not a face and body boy. Put it that way. <laughs> he's kind of a dorky looking guy with, uh, you know, shoulder length hair, which is, you know, it's not unkempt. Yeah, but he's not right. classically handsome. He's definitely not. And, of course, he... Um, you just mentioned that he lost a, a thumb and the prosthetic, which is just a word that is so hard for me to say. <laughs> Did I even get it close? I think it's prosthetic. Prosthetic. It's really hard for me to say that word. It's just like a big, clunky, wooden thumb. Yeah. It's not at all modern. This is Carl. Carl shot for the lowest mortgage rate and chose Amerisave. Perhaps the first decision in his life he won't regret. Unlike the hitchhiking incident that took his thumb. <laughs> He's just holding out his thumb like a hitchhiker. Country road, no traffic, and a car comes by and just takes the whole thing off. Which ruined his career as a hand model. It's over. And his marriage to Europe's number one foot model. We are in love. And his signature dance move. Which, a dance move that involves uh, putting his thumbs up. Yeah, he's in a real discotheque, 1970s era disco. That's the only dance move he can still do because his thumb is in the permanently up position. Yeah, that's a good point. Now that Carl's found a Marisave, he'll be saving money for years to come. And that's not lost on him at all. 
Visit Amerisave.com now. Lower mortgage rates. At the end, I guess he's. I guess the joke is he's kind of giving a thumbs up, and then he realizes he can't not give a thumbs up. Right. He looks the, at his weird wooden, wooden thumb. Right. His prosthetic. <laughs> I can't say it. I had a his lisp growing up. It's just. It, it's so hard to say that. <laughs> it really is. It's like the the worst word to try to say uh, for somebody uh, with my uh, condition. Um, now, here's <laughs> another one that you found that I also watch. There's a longer version of this. I actually thought that we went back and forth about whether or not we should play the web only long version or the broadcast version. This is like the 30 second broadcast version for something called Holy Guacamole. Yeah, Holy W eight W H. O-L-L-Y. Those, so the progressive TurboTax and Amerisave, those are all on right now. But this is, now we're going back in time and looking at uh, commercials that used hand models as the joke or whatever, um, you know, a little bit earlier. Because I'm, I'm not sure that this, although actually it yeah, says this is it was pretty, posted in 2021. Yeah. So this maybe. Was, this was just posted a couple of months ago by the company on their YouTube page. So oh, I wow. think this is a pretty new commercial. Well, that just really goes to show, Rachel, you There really, is something going on something here. Something is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is this is for Holy Guacamole. And you have a series of hand models of all different um, ages and races and sexes um, talking about why they like Holy Guacamole as for its for its benefits to them as hand models. Why do hand models love holy guacamole? Because it's like having hand insurance. Cat. Hand models don't do cats. Now, we don't see a cat. We just hear a cat somewhere on the set, and it, it, it freaks this particular hand model out because, I guess, hand models don't do cats. That's a true story. We'll get to it. Really? Yes. Oh. Cat. Hand models don't do cats. Cutting avocados is dangerous, so I never risk it. Not even for the big game. And with holy guacamole, you don't have to either. I'm sorry, can we go again? My cuticles look parched. She seems like a parody of the woman we opened the show with. She really does. Right? And that thing that I played for you, there's a reason I know about it. It was kind of a viral thing. And so I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's what this woman is going for. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have lotion? Do you have my lotion? I thought we talked about this. <laughs> I thought we talked about this. Um, I actually think that's a pretty interesting approach to advertising this pre-made guacamole. I do too. I they, I it makes me wonder like what's in the air about hand models. Yeah, and it's an interesting like you know like I like it when the spoof actually connects to the product, right? Yeah. Not that it's a real concern. I think although every time I go and I take the knife and I thwop it into yeah. the um, into the pit of the avocado and then twist it out. I always wonder if I'm taking my hand into my own hands. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I got a little scra- I got a little cut on my thumb the other day trying to cut up a vegetable. Yeah, yeah. By um, the way, I threw away I, uh, an avocado that was in the fridge yeah, it was pretty old. today. It was turning black. Yeah. That's no good, right? I know I'm not the avocado lover of the house, but once it's turning black... That one was pretty old. Okay, good. Glad we... We're able to talk about that. Now, <laughs> you mentioned that the cat thing is a real thing. Yes. Yeah, so many of the issues that the that the hand models talk about, like as a joke in some of these ads, like not wanting to do the dishes, a little longer version of the holy guacamole, um, the the woman hand model talks about how she won't do dishes and it drives her boyfriend crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, this is an actual interview with a real hand model. It's in Business Insider. Uh, always, always our first, yes. our first source for news. But it's actually not a bad little interview. I'll just play the first minute or so of it because it's it's kind of fun. But when when you listen to the whole thing, 
He talks about how he will not be around cats, how the one time he got around, he was around a cat, it bit him, and then he had to get like special concealer to do a job the next day to hide the cat bite. He talked about how he won't do dishes uh, except with very heavy duty gloves, how many times a day he moisturizes when his cuticles are looking dry. And this, I mean, this was all very real. And this article and video just came out like in very, very yes. late la- last year, Something just before January. Happening. Like, there's a reason why this is all. Like, I thought that this was going to be an article from like four or five years ago, no. but no, this is just in the air. Let's take a listen to this. This is no ordinary hand. This is the hand of a hand model. You don't know it, but it's one you've seen before, holding cups in Starbucks ads and even acting as Jay-Z's hand in a Samsung commercial. What? And there's nothing wrong with Jay-Z's hands. It's just particularly that they're putting the camera over your shoulder. You know, they need his face. They don't need his hands for those type of things. So that's why I got called. (laughs) I love this guy already. He has worked as a hand model for 10 years now to keep his hands camera ready. Ray moisturizes his hands 30 times a day and gets at least two manicures a week. But what is it that makes Ray's hands so special? Well, for one, Ray's complexion is ideal for editing. We all have a variety of different complexions, um, so mine works really well. I guess it's ambiguous in post. They can lighten it or they can darken it. Ray's hands are also the perfect size. So what keeps me working a lot is actually that my hands are rather big, but not too big. I can grab a phone, especially today's phones. My hand looks natural holding Mm. them. They don't look too small. They don't look too big. It actually seems like it's the perfect hand for the phone. That's really interesting. I feel like they were um, at the end when he said it doesn't look too big or too small. They showed some other examples of other hands holding phones. And you can tell like... Yeah, the phones don't look as comfortable in these other hands. Yeah, I could never, even if I had beautiful hands, I could never um, hold a phone comfortably and have it look natural. My phone right. always looks too big in my hand. Right, right. That's um, really interesting. But it really is actually, I'll, we'll post it to the Facebook group. It's kind of a worthwhile interview, believe it or not, because he gets into all of these various things like... Um, like why he won't be around cats and i think the thing about the skin tone is really interesting too he's a black man um but he has he's kind of light light complected Mm -hmm. and you know that's an interesting i was thinking about that a lot actually the reason i found this uh interview was because i was trying to look for news articles about uh whether black uh, hand models uh like suffer for work because Mm. my sense is i mean obviously if you need a hand model to double for jay-z you need a black person's hand but my sense is that when you're when something is that sort of like neutral is being shown you know holding up a piece of fruit or something you know is there a bias like towards white skin hands Mm -hmm. and what's kind of interesting about this guy is that they as they showed in the in the images from his catalog or his his portfolio his hands can play white or play black, Mm -hmm, which is a really fascinating idea. That is interesting, yeah. Um, So anyway, I just thought that was an interesting thing. And and, um, it's kind of funny, too. Like, he's also a very handsome guy. I suspect that he's probably also doing, trying to, like, make it happen in some other venues of acting and modeling. Um, But yeah, it was a a kind of an insight. And then all these jokes that we're seeing in these hand model commercials are based on something real. Yes, which I don't think... That's a coincidence. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I 
Never mind. I was going to say that <laughs> maybe even the people who were creating that that guacamole commercial had seen this, but th- that's not true because they were published like weeks apart. So that's not it. But there are clearly some stereotypes in the industry. Yeah, or or just truisms. Or truisms. Yeah. Um, S- speaking of this palm olive uh, commercial, uh, for so palm olive has for years based. It's kind of pitch on the idea that it's it's easy on your hands, it's soft on your hands. Oh, that's like he said, he won't. A lot of the people who do hand modeling are very finicky about doing dishes because mm-hmm. um, it'll dry out your hands. Palm olive's thing has always been, you know, you're soaking in it, it's good for your hands, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a a party full of hand models, and one of them is doing dishes with the gloves off. Okay, let's take a listen to this. <gasps> Dishes? With your hands? You have a shoot tomorrow. Gloves, gloves. Relax. I've got palm olive soft touch. The formula is infused with vitamin E. It leaves greasy dishes sparkling clean. And my hands touchably soft. See? That's why she's the number one hand model. So pretty. I mean the bottle. Palm olive soft touch. Oh, meow. Soft on hands. So, what do you think's happening there? Um, who's a part? They're they're having a party, right? And you know that they're having a party the day before their big shoot. But okay, you can have a party before your big shoot. Are they both hand models? And they're both they're the, all hand models. They're all hand. That's models. why they all have gloves oh, on. Oh, I see. So this is a hand model party. Maybe maybe don't throw a party the day before your big shoot. Do you think that she's the one who lives there? I don't know who lives there. I guess I assumed that the dish doer was yeah. the, was the hostess. That probably makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but her over overprotective friend. They're all wearing like opera gloves. Right, basically. right, right. I kind of didn't miss that while I was uh, while I was taking a note. But I see. Again, this commercial. It doesn't say when this aired specifically, but this is not an old commercial at all. You can tell. Yeah, I mean it's still on iSpot, which tells you something about it. Yeah. Uh, but Palm Olive has been ringing this uh, hand model bell for a while because this is an Australian oh. Palm Olive commercial. It's kind of shitty audio because I think it was grabbed off of TV by somebody uh, and I think it's kind of old. But it opens on a scene uh it, from like an acting scene where where a hand model is in the scene just her hand. She's reaching up to someone to touch someone's face. In, in other words, doubling for one of the actors because she has the nice hand. Okay. It says here on YouTube that this is from 1991, but that could you be, can't that, always. It I mean, it feels the, about the right. clothes look about that, yeah. Okay, let's take a listen. Oh, Peter. Oh, that's great. Oh, a lot of women you see on TV have my hands. I'm a professional hand model. These are my living. So when I put them in washing up water, I want a mild formula. Palm olive. Nothing gets dishes cleaner, but it's still really mild on my hands. Every little bit helps. Palm olive. Mild. I like the scene. You described it, but somehow I wasn't ready for it. So while this couple is standing up and making out, she's stooping at their feet and just kind of thrusting her hand up into this guy's hair. So it looks like the the actress is uh, the, the, the actress in the scene is massaging his head while she's kissing him. Yes. While they're making out. I don't think that's how hand models work. Well, she her hand, the, the, the male actor is putting a ring on the finger of his of his girlfriend but the ring with the hand he's putting it on is the model's hand. Right, right, it's right. the hand model's hand. That is pretty funny. But then she does, uh, yeah, like 
massage his head like they're like like they're like she's the one doing the making out like, yeah all right it's very handmaid's tale if you get that reference handmaid's tale <laughs> oh wow wow all right we have one more video here before we get to the ad council it looks like <laughs> um this is this is sort of a, a an also ran this is not a real ad i'm it's a i'm pretty sure it's not a real ad although it, you know it's fairly well made it's uh, one of those spec ads on vimeo mm-hmm. uh it's by a, a filmmaker named Anne Marie Height and it's just a close up of a uh, of a you know smartphone and the voiceover is talking about how easy it is to use the the app mm-hmm. but the hands that you're seeing operating it are emphatically not what you would expect from a hand model uh-huh. they're very hairy they're dirty looking they're sort of stubby fingered mm-hmm. um, and I think that the the punchline will explain why that is With the new GEICO Glove Box app, you can get help with a flat tire. Find a nearby tow truck or gas station. Call emergency services. Collect accident information. Or just watch some fun videos. (laughs) It's so easy, a caveman can do it. Unbelievable! So then the, my the owner of the hands throws the phone down and storms out. And of course, GEICO has the caveman that's the whole it's tying into the whole exactly caveman it's, a, it's a geico arc. caveman ad right and on once spec. again even a caveman even a caveman can use it i was trying to look up uh this director to see what else uh Anne marie height has done it's hard so to say can a caveman be a hand model well i was is, in, is the industry forward thinking enough and inclusive enough to include cavemen right um i would riff on that some more but i feel like anything i riff on is just going to become hurtful pretty quickly so <laughs> to all the cavemen in our audience. well no to what to whatever comparisons i'm making to people <laughs> who actually do struggle with bias in the industry i just could see myself going on and on about um cavemen and how they can't yeah. get a fair break and then suddenly it's, it's a- like wait which way am I punching on this? Right. It's a narrow tightrope. Yeah, exactly. I'll that. So I'll leave that one alone. I'm just scrolling through this director. That is there a possibility that that was not on spec? I mean, it. it's so hard to tell with, yeah. with these spec ads because they use the real branding and everything. I... I it sounded it looked good it was well it was well produced but it was very simple production mm-hmm. and I think that the voice is not a real Geico voiceover that is the one thing that gives it away is it, yeah. it's, there's something about the rhythm of it right yeah I think yeah. it's I think it's a, somebody who was tapped to be a, a VO actor but but isn't the Geico person um act. Actually, Actually, there you go. Actually, and I'm not saying I'm right because you can't trust the internet when you're just kind of uh, Googling around on the fly, but I'm on something called Ad Forum, and they are crediting that to the Martin Agency, which is an agency oh, that we've yeah, that talked about. Yeah, that is a about, real agency. Um, and that is part of the Geico Caveman uh, campaign. Now, right. you know, I'm with you, though. It had us in their, their uh, let's see, it goes back at least to 2010 when it was posted to this particular forum. And again, we could be being fooled by the internet right now. But it looks like it might be legit. It also might have been something that was digital only. Yeah. Does it sort of have that vibe to you? Maybe that's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's again, it's a small production. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, th- I think the implication there is that the caveman is the hand model. Right. Yeah, um, so although yeah. it doesn't really talk about hand models per se, I thought it was a a good one to include. Yeah. No. Amen. And I mean, if Progressive is going to have a hand model ad, 
God damn it, Geico is going to have a hand model ad. <laughs> That's right. There's, it's like there's a tweet for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that Progressive does, there you just is. go back and like Geico will have already done it. <laughs> Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying. Only the echoes of my mind. All right, what's in the old mailbag? What is in the old mailbag? We got well, something from listener Glenn here. From listener Glenn. And so we talked about dancing. I believe that was just last week, right? Yeah. And What do uh, we call that show? Uh, Dance Like No One Is Buying. Right. Okay, good, good. And so we were a little bit, or we, we were sort of intentionally constrained in talking about ads that that we had sort of a, you know, A versus B. We had like a little competition. Mm-hmm. But dancing has, of course, been used in ads forever and there have been some really great examples and i'm so glad that listener glenn uh shared this example um glenn writes 50 years or so ago stan freeberg produced the greatest dancing and commercials ad ever it was for heinz heinz's great american soup line and it featured ann miller Hmm. ann miller if you're not familiar was kind of like a you know grand grand dame of american musical theater she was in like you know a, a a bunch of those sort of like great big bu- musicals. I don't know if it, like specifically Busby Berkeley, the way this ad is, mm-hmm. um, but she was definitely like a, a you know a, a big name um, in uh, in MGM. I think she was like in the MGM stable. Um, why don't you go ahead and play this? This opens with Ann Miller. Um, she's kind of in her middle age. Um, she's in her kitchen wearing kind of you know a house like a, an apron, and her husband comes in. And, uh, and wants to know what's for dinner. And when he asks that, the back wall dis- you know, pulls away and suddenly she's on a big stage with lots of dancers and she rips off the apron to be, you know, like in a sparkly leotard and this whole, you know, fantastic big production number, uh, Busby Berkeley style dance number begins. I think we I think we talked about this because we didn't know who Stan Freeberg was yes. when we started the show like you know this was like 2015 right? right and somebody wrote in and said oh you need the background and I believe this is one of the commercials one of the kind of iconic commercials it is of iconic. the many many yeah. many that Freeberg is associated with let's take a listen to this Boy am I hungry what kind of soup is that Make way for the great american soup Can you give me that again <laughs> Wait, have you tried the soup that's good enough to eat? Is that what the lyric is? <laughs> I mean, that's a low bar. But... I, mean, really? <laughs> I mean, our soup is edible. Yeah, well, and they I mean they were coming for Campbells, which, you know, if you come at the king, right? <laughs> Even grandparents can tolerate Heinz soup. <laughs> Let's face the chicken gumbo and dance. Emily, 
Why do you always have to make such a big production out of everything? <laughs> <laughs> My only concern with that uh, commercial is, and you can hear it if you listen closely, there must be something... Like I can't believe they didn't like on the bottom of her shoes. So while she's dancing, it's making a it's loud so clacky. clacky sound. Yeah, I don't yeah know. but aside from that, it's a great <laughs> it's a great dance number. No, it's amazing. Um, a little bit of background on this. Uh, that was from 1970 when the Heinz Company sought to challenge the Campbell Soup Company's dominance in the canned soup sector by introducing a brand called Great American Soup. Um, they they tapped satirist turned advertising with Stan Wist Stan Freeberg to create this distinctive commercial. The resulting commercial was at that time the single most expensive commercial ever produced. Uh, it cost one hundred and fifty four thousand dollars. Wow! Which even now sounds like a lot for a commercial. I mean, not the most obviously, no. but like you know, it's not nothing. Yeah. Um, his vision was a spoof on the Busby Berkeley dance extravaganzas from old time Hollywood musicals. Uh, and he brought in celebrated choreographer Hermes Pan and uh, and dance diva Ann Miller. And this is a fun fact. I, the first time we ever probably saw Ann Miller in a movie, it was in Mulholland Drive. Oh, is she like the somewhat elderly lady? Yes. Who, yes. She's Coco, the landlady in the... Um, I don't even know how to how to characterize it, but the the utopian vision of Hollywood life that is part of the movie... Um, there's actually like a little clip here if you want to just play her introduction to the Naomi Watts character. Ten bucks says you're Betty. Yes, I am, Mrs. Lenoir. It is Mrs. Lenoir, isn't it? Oh, and all my living glory, baby. You can really Please hear the voice. Yeah. Oh, just call me Coco. Everybody else does. Wait there and I'll go get the key. Okay, Coco. She has some yeah, other good lines. Her, she yeah. yells at, She talks about a kangaroo crapping all over the courtyard. <laughs> yeah, you can see it. Boy, that was totally lost on me when I saw this movie. Well, we wouldn't have known who she was, right. but um, but it's great to make these little connections. Yeah, you know, later on. Thank you, Glenn. Um, so that thank yeah thank you very much, Glenn, for the reminder about that great ad. Um, this next piece of feedback is from listener Rachel. Now, is this, could this the, be the same, same Rachel? I'm guessing it's probably the same Rachel who basically oh. produced this show. So uh, why? Please say that as she's we got began... another three examples of another mini trend <laughs> that we can turn into I a know, show right? next week. As we began, so shall we end. But this is actually, this is such a good comment that I almost did think about uh, trying to figure out if there was <laughs> a way to, to talk about it um, at, at more length for a show topic. Um, Rachel brought to our attention this Airbnb commercial um, which is just a series of snapshots from and and not good snapshots like very amateur looking snapshots the kind you take when you're with your friends and you, I mean it doesn't even look like a cell phone honestly it looks like you know a cheapo disposable camera took it mm-hmm. took them um, and it's just a series of these these photos of people having fun at an Airbnb uh, so like a group of guys I think it may be the same group of guys kind of enjoying a weekend. And it's set to a cover of the song um, Forever Young. Okay. Um, and Rachel Rice, did anyone else expect this Airbnb commercial to end with the words, and they were never heard from again? Or am I just spending too much time with horror <laughs> film fans? Well, the way you were setting this up, I was wondering if this is gonna if this was going to be some... I, I, I did feel a darkness. And just the way you were setting it up, just thinking like, okay, so there's going to be a bunch of these random shots. There's something very, uh, there's like, I know I go, I know I, I return to the ring all the time, but there's something very much that reminds me of the ring. Like ominous found footage Ominous almost. found footage. Yeah. Um, also Blair Witch Project yeah. springs to mind. Yeah, yeah. And the song is 
already kind of a melancholy song and then mm-hmm. this particular cover of it is like even more slowed down uh-huh. um just give it a little play i mean of course you're not seeing the photos but you know they're they're kind of they're just kind of like poorly shot photos of people having a good time on a camp on a weekend at a at a you know a lake house somewhere let's dance a star let's dance for a while Heaven can wait, we're only watching the skies Hoping for the best, but expecting the worst Are you gonna drop the bomb or not? Let us die young or let us live forever We don't have the power, but we never say never Sitting in the sand for this it's a strange song why isn't it a more upbeat song that's i i I think it's the combination of the soundtrack with the the sense that these like that these photos were found somewhere Mm -hmm. and developed later right remember that weekend it says it says, remember that weekend weekends made possible by hosts. Yeah, I mean, Airbnb. I get the idea. Yeah. Like, we've all had a great weekend in an Airbnb where but we, like, it feels you know, like, really is memorable. But, yeah, because you're trying. Okay, let me try to break this down for a second <laughs> because I have a bunch of thoughts and I'm, my, I, my brain feels broken today. Prosthetic. Um, <laughs> Just, we got to come up with an alternative <laughs> construction for you. Fakey. Fakey. Um, um, but. If this peg leg, <laughs> okay, let's not get us in trouble. <laughs> um, I know I'm really, I'm really just, you're really just trying to get me in. I'm just push, cruising for a cancel. You're trying today. to push me into some uncomfortable ground, no matter what. <laughs> um, that would be funny if that was our whole thing. We're both, we both want to end the show, but we won't admit it. So we keep trying to lead the other person yeah, yeah. into saying something. Right, like when you don't want to break up, so you like try to keep making the other person, you pick so many fights that the other person yeah. leaves. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who would do something like that, no, Genevieve? No one would do that. Sounds like you're speaking uh, with some experience there. Um, but here's what's wrong with that song. is If this were a commercial either aimed at or telling the story of an elderly group of friends, a group of friends, maybe not even elderly, but just an older group of friends, maybe even my age, and you're flashing back to something that happened a long time ago when you were kids, or in this case, these are probably like kids in their 20s. I love being 40. So far, the best thing about being in my 40s is I I can call anybody in their 20s and early 30s kids now. When you hipped me to that fact... Yeah, a fact that I made up, by the way. You might call it a fact. I accept it as a fact. (laughs) It's canon as far as I'm concerned, and I am loving it. I know. Um, But anyway. If if you don't want me to call you a kid, (laughs) you better come in with gray hair and... Uh, you, know you better what? you better be using some sort of you know ambulatory aid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, no, this song is so sentimental, and it's it's like looking back. It like it should go along with looking back at a different era of your life. But this is Airbnb. They are targeting 
people around this age yes. in their early 20s, you know, get on the this road, have some adventure. You know, so it doesn't make sense that they're adding this really sad and, like you say, it could almost have an ominous feel to yeah, it. Yeah, and certainly, if not if not ominous, at least nostalgic. Oh, yeah. And melancholy. Right, right. And maybe if this is running now, if it has something to do with the fact that, like, they're trying, maybe it seems like forever since we've been able to hug our friends. Like, yeah. you seem like a, a very close knit, affectionate, like physically affectionate group of friends. You see them hugging a lot right. and, and whatnot. So, um, maybe that has something to do, do with their choice. I do think it's a weird choice, though. Yeah. Um, uh, Rachel wasn't the only one to say that it seemed like a horror movie or the setup for a horror movie. Um, Corinne writes, uh, my husband wasn't able to reply to this thread because he's not in the group. Well, then get on the group, friendo. Yeah. All right, um, I'm just going to beep the rest of this. And <laughs> uh, but he watched this commercial and texted me, oh, yeah, not one of those kids is going home and whipping. <laughs> he said it's reminiscent of a, quote, film he watched recently titled Scare B&B. <laughs> that now, sounds like something the bartender Mike would put on the TV at the Eagles that we go to. Absolutely, it does. Um, and I will tell you, I looked high and low for... A, a trailer for a movie called yeah. Scare B&B. The problem is there are Nothing. several oh, movies called no. Scare B&B of extremely varying qualities, but none of them very high. And none of them have a trailer that was anything more than a lot of just mishmash sounds right, that wouldn't have right. been helpful. But yeah, um, love it. Yeah, Scare B&B. Also, sure. Corinne, just, you know. You might want to check out Scare B&B. My, my guess is there's some horror in there and there's a lot of flesh, too. What do you think, Veeves? I don't know her husband. Maybe I'm just saying that because I I mentioned a very specific example of uh, our friend Mike, the bartender at the Eagles we belong to, putting on. What did he put on? We were there this weekend and he put on a, um, a, a, a movie that was a horror flick that takes place at a water park. But like every other scene, yes. the teens are boning. I think that was, it was called Slash Mountain, maybe. Is that right? I mean, it was something I like it had that. something about water in the, in the title. It, well, that's the, but it was Slash was like a play okay. on Splash. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, anyway, so I'm just joking. I have no idea what the scare B and B was it Aqua Slash? Aqua Slash. I'm just looking at Frankly, up there. Slash Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Better title. But possibly it was because Splash Mountain was that at uh, Disneyland? Like, I feel like that's familiar to me, but I've never, or was that a park in and of itself, Splash Mountain? I think it's a Disneyland ride. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, I think we're pretty far off mission here. Want to wrap things up? Let's do it. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. By the way, when you look up water park horror movie, you get two results. Yep. One is Aqua Slash, which we just described. Which is hilarious i i can't recommend it highly enough um the gore factor is so over the top that it it wouldn't scare even the even the most squeamish person but the other one that only two results pop up aqua slash and piranha three double d nice (laughs) so i'm just saying there is a reason why scare bnb gave me a sense of possibly no i mean having a slightly titillating nature and and scan tna are are longtime partners no question 
All right. How can people join the Facebook group? How can Corinne's face- husband join <laughs> yeah, the Facebook that's group? A, that's a better well, way of putting that He question. can go to Facebook and look us up. Uh, we are, we're right there after these messages. Um, or you can email us at after these messages show at Gmail. Or call us at 607-444-5597. That's 607-444-5597. It looks like I might have um, one jingle waiting for us for next week. So join the jingle fun by calling 607-444-5597 and uh, share whatever jingle is on your mind. It could even be a shorty like the one I heard today in Boston. (laughs) All right, everybody. Talk to you next week. United States of Google, Verizon. They all spies and I'm Pisces rising. And you ain't Hoover, you suck like James Dyson. Google the devil, but I feel lucky.